Welcome to Breaking Through Biz, the podcast where we talk about things that are keeping small business owners from getting traction and what they can do about it. I'm your host, Tabitha Shiver, and I have with us today my guest, Neil Albrighton. Neil is the lead advisor and owner of Albrighton Financial Services that specializes in wealth planning for business owners and their families. Neil, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for inviting me. This is great. Yeah. Well, you and I have so much fun when we're together. I'm sure we're going to have fun today, but I want want to start off with you telling me a little bit about what your client demographic is. Who is it that you typically serve? Well, we typically serve ultra high net worth business owners and their families, and we operate as a virtual family office. So we serve a very select group of those business owners and their families around the country. Mm -hmm. And we work with them not only through their exit planning, but beyond in order to achieve everything that they've set out to do both in work and in life. Awesome. And I think your model of this virtual family office is part of the reason I was so intrigued with with you and, and wanted to have you on the show, um, because you have a really different philosophy around trusted advisors and how you partner with people. Will you talk to me just a little bit about that and how, how you've built that over the years? Yeah, of course. One of the things, again, about that virtual family office is we believe that this is very much a team sport and nobody can do it alone. So any business owner or wealthy individual that wants to serve their family and do well by their family, um, not only needs a great financial advisor, but also an attorney, CPA, tax attorney, banker, whatever it may be. Um, and often people go and do that information and they find that advice and relationships in a siloed manner. And most of the time, the other professionals don't really talk to each other. So our big push at All Britain Financial Services in our VFO model is we get all the advisors in the same room at the same time around the client. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're brainstorming in front of the client, like that Mayo Clinic model where all the specialists are in the same room in front of the patient talking about different treatment options. Mm -hmm. And other times it's the advisor team is working while while the client is at work or on vacation or whatever it is, we brainstorm ideas, come up with strategies, and then we present that to the client in order to maximize collaboration and save the client time. Yeah, great. So obviously not a lot of people are doing it the way you're doing it. Um, and I have a lot of people who believe in collaboration, but they're not like bringing everybody into the room. And that's one of the things that as a business owner, I've always been challenged with, especially in the financial services world, because it feels like I'm getting different advice from so many different people. Um, what are some of the major challenges that you're seeing and that you're, you and your virtual office team are working on for people? One of the biggest challenges that we see with business owners, and I'm sure you see it as well with your business owners that you work with, is oftentimes the business owner is wonderfully focused on work and they have a great plan in place, especially if they're following an EOS model with mm -hmm. you. Yep. Um, but it's sometimes difficult to flip that over and look at it through the lens of their personal life and their family life. And how does that, how do you apply that EOS model to their lifestyle and the purpose that they're trying to achieve. Yeah. If we get the business firing on all cylinders and they're looking at exit transition at some point in the future, again, how do we turn that inward and say, great, we're having fantastic success over here. How do we make sure that we continue to have the success over here in your personal life that you want and achieve everything that's important to you and your family? And the fact that you're a family office means you're not just looking at talking to the business owner. You're actually involving and engaging the rest of the family members, right? That is correct. We love working with the spouse, the adult children. Oftentimes in our virtual family office, we work with up to four different generations of the same family. Okay. And so when you're generating that type of generational wealth, 
you need to make sure that it's not only a top-down approach, but also a bottom-up approach. Yeah. So speaking of generations, you also are a second-generation uh, business owner. So you have gone through this transition yourself as well. Any Anything you want to share about how that experience <laughs> went or we, is going? <laughs> we, we learned a lot. Let's put it that way. No, it, it's wonderful because, yes, we are a second-generation family business. And that's one of the reasons why we love helping other family businesses. We've been in their shoes. We know what it's like. Uh, and we're constantly learning more from working with those families. So um, for me specifically, uh, it is my father. I am buying my father out of the practice. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, he is now officially one year away from retirement. Okay. He's been in uh, part-time retirement for the last couple of years. Um, and we're really looking forward to May of 2024 when he goes into full retirement and we can throw a big party for him. That's awesome. So how long did it take you guys to transition or what would you recommend for other business owners as they're thinking about transitioning? Well, for us specifically, we took a look at more of a seven to 10 year plan and we wanted to make sure that the structure was in place, not only for our team, but the processes and systems, because we wanted to be as seamless as possible for the clients that we serve. Mm -hmm. um, for many other business owners, I like the three to five year model. Okay. Obviously longer is better. If you can start that seven to 10, yeah. great. Um, but for most business owners, when they start having the thought of what does exit the business look like for me, really start having those conversations with your entire planning team and also your family mm -hmm. in that three to five year window. And by the way, starting those conversations doesn't mean I just have a thought about it and I kind of file it away to my brain and think, well, I'll get to it when I get to it. No, you have to actually articulate it and bring it out into the world to actually start that process with all your friends. And yeah, advisors. so you're like part therapist too, probably, right? You got like the whole family in the room. Does it ever go off the rails? <laughs> um, no, thankfully it has not. Good. <laughs> um, but that's also due to a lot of the coaching that I have, as well as part of our virtual family office. We have experts in family governance, mm -hmm. therapy, counselors, so on and so forth. So we're constantly bringing people in. And if there is any friction, great. Let's have an open conversation about that. Let's have the right people in the room and the right guides in the room and let's navigate those waters together. I love it. I should have known you had a process. That's one of the reasons I love you. So when I met you, you were the first person I have ever seen that has sent me a picture of their proven process in order to have introductory meetings. <laughs> and so um, process, obviously, big part of EOS. And you're someone who's so good at it. Can Have you always been that way? Were you a natural process person? Like, how was it to develop that process? Talk to me about uh, how you got so good at process. Sure. Um, I was not always a process person. I've always been more of an experienced person. And I want to make sure there's a great experience for whether it's the client or the professional that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And in order to make those great experiences, you have to have processes. Yeah. So even though I may not want to build a process, <laughs> It's kind of a necessary evil. Um, and if we want to be really good at the experience and putting smiles on our clients' faces, we have to be really good as a team to have those processes as well. Yeah. So, yes, those processes are all about how do you create those repeatable experiences? How do you put smiles on people's faces? Um, and at the end of the day, how are you changing the world? Yeah, absolutely. So little things. It's really little things like my name was written on the table when I came in welcoming me. And um, you have a graphic image for what to expect. So you create a lot of psychological safety for people when they walk into the space. Um, you obviously care very deeply about the comfort of the space and the aesthetics and all of those sorts of things. So uh, I love that you're not thinking of it as a process, that you're thinking of creating an experience. What a great way to, to shift that mindset. Exactly. Yeah, very cool. Um, what would you like to tell owners that you wish you would have known 10 years ago? Ooh, that's a great 
question. Looking back, I think one of the things that I wish I had done, and Dad and I eventually did it as we were starting to go through our process, um, is I wish we had developed more routine communication earlier on. And what I mean by that is um, for any business owner that's looking to transition their business or do exit planning, having ongoing conversations, again, whether they're weekly, biweekly, bimonthly, it doesn't matter as long as they're in the calendar. Mm -hmm. Time that's set aside to have conversations, not only with your leadership team, but also your family members or other trusted advisors and allow those conversations to be not only about the business and your expectations of transferring that business on, but also how does that tie back into your personal life? Mm -hmm. If you are starting to slow down and take time away from the business and letting your new leadership team take over, how is that affecting your personal happiness? How is that affecting your self-worth? Because so many business owners are so tied up in their business. Yeah. You don't want a sudden transition out and then all of a sudden what do I do next? Yeah. Well, it's so in EOS, we have something called the accountability chart. Mm -hmm. And one of the pieces that people usually don't think about is that there is another seat on your accountability chart called the owner's box. And so we have to define if you're going to move over into that owner's box and not have a spot in that day to day, what is it that they're going to go do? And what we find is that, you know, they still want to be involved and engaged in some level in the business. And so that transition is very, very hard if they feel like they're no longer needed or wanted. Um, how do you help owners get over or through that? Is it just by bringing in those uh, trusted advisors or kind of how can you help maybe with some of the psychological mind shift of not being engaged in the day to day? Yeah, some of that psychological mind shift comes down to the idea of not only some advisors, therapists, counselors, so mm -hmm. on and so forth, but just having open and honest conversations not only with yourself, but also with your loved ones. And so I know sometimes business owners think of things or they're planning things in their head and they may or may not tell that to their spouse. And we encourage, no, let's have open lines of communication. And this is not something that we're going to think about on Friday and execute on Monday. Mm -hmm. Again, if we're in that three to five year or longer window, mm -hmm. we have time to let these ideas simmer, percolate, and figure out, okay, life is never going to let us go from linearly from point A to B. So let's start talking about it now. And as new opportunities or problems arise, how do we navigate around them? Perfect. Well, is there a specific size of organization that you typically serve or if just anybody can reach out to you or what, how does, how does that work for you? We typically work with business owners that are in the one to $50 million range. In fact, okay. you and I, I believe are in similar areas. Yep. Um, and for, even for business owners or busy professionals that may not be business owners, mm -hmm. again, we work with high net worth families and dealing with generational wealth. So, so even if they're like a VP at a corporate or some, even some, like you would deal with corporation VPs and CEOs and things like that, not just business owners. That's correct. And that's a side effect of working with business owners. We're interfacing with their leadership team so much and their C-suite executives that, oh, we start helping those C-suite executives and leadership teams about, oh yeah, that's what that stock option's for. This is how the ownership change is happening. How does that affect your tax return and your personal wealth? So 
Yeah. Yes, as a byproduct of working with business owners, we find ourselves working with their leadership teams and key professionals. Perfect. That makes sense. So how could people go about getting a hold of you if they wanted to learn more about your process, your really, really good experience? <laughs> the best one ever. Um, it is the best. Ex- it is the best experience I've ever had. Seriously. That, that means a lot coming from you. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, because I walked in and I was just like, wow, and I felt comfortable. And again, the agenda ahead of time with graphics and everything was it's just a totally different experience. Thank you. Um, and, and the best way to reach out is one of two ways. The first is obviously go to our website. That's going to be at allbritonfs.com. That's spelled A-L-B-R-I-T-T-O-N-F-S, as in financial services.com. And if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, email also works out great. Um, and for that, it would be info, I-N-F-O, at allbritonfs.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm going to ask everyone to join us next time when our guest will be Keith Hadrill, who's the owner of ThoughtWorks LLC. And we're going to be talking about diversity and inclusion with him. And he's a ventriloquist. So maybe we'll have some fun with uh, puppets. I don't know. We'll see. But again, um, Neil, thank you so much for being on the show and for spending your time and sharing your knowledge with everybody. It's been amazing. Thanks for having me. This has been Breaking Through Biz with Tabitha Shiver, and I just want to give a thank you to Family Vision Media and Dave Powell for helping us to produce this podcast. Plus, Delta is committed to helping your small business get your operations in order and to drive positive change. To learn more about Plus Delta services or EOS, go to plusdelta.com. Until next time, happy changing, everyone.